0: This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm Kyle Bossman, the dark prince of nerd media. Joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hello. Ben Moore. Hey. Brandon Jones. Hello. And making this all happen, Ian Hink. Hi. Hello. Hello. Let's go to corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Actually, not a lot of corrections last week. We, oh. were, we were pretty good. Yeah, proud of you guys. Pretty Nice. Yeah, pretty on point. Uh, I did ask the community, uh, for any Apex, Apex Legends fans, to let me know how much they care about the characters and so the general consensus is amongst apex legends fans they like the characters the characters are good especially the two newest ones mm, okay revenant and crypto good they have cool lore cool trailers cool abilities cool they're they're well
1: liked i have seen the crypto lore trailers i'm a little oh. I'm briefly caught up on did you like thing. it i did i enjoyed it yeah
0: yeah uh, the the, the re- hacker
1: on the run. Revenant, yeah, the from. new one, it was kind of cool. They like
0: they kind of teased and leaked basically a character. that was like, oh, okay, this guy's coming up next. And then the trailer just gets assassinated by the character who was actually going to be in the game. Oh, that's, cool. that's yeah. really cool. It style. was really cool, yeah. Um, and then that character in the lore is just dead. The one oh, who cool. was going to get in nice. is just gone. Uh, so really neat things. Uh, I did go to the subreddit of Apex Legends to see, like, oh, how many, like, Where's the, what's the fan art and cosplay ratio to clips Mostly clips Yeah I do think that despite despite the characters being liked the primary draw still obviously is the, the, the game itself yeah. yeah
2: I feel like I saw a lot of cosplay right at kind of the beginning of mm-hmm. apex legends but maybe it's petered out a little bit. Uh, I'm sure they still do it yeah but
0: that subreddit's all about the clips baby.
2: There was somebody. I saw an image of somebody cosplaying as the convention center where the convention center was being held. but that was that was cute. For Apex Legends or just... no 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 like it was just a cosplay like it just made me think people will cosplay anything yes what I mean? yeah. Whatever, yeah whatever you could dream of this is probably Kyle Bosman cosplay. Uh, we've I've done seen it. it. Jones yeah, has done we've it. it. We've I've, seen done seen it. Seen I've done it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Jones has done
0: it. I will say though, fun subreddit. Cool. Yeah. Nice little community there. Did you subscribe? I did not sub. Not that fun. Okay. <laughs> all right. End corrections. Music, please. Uh, time to play tough bouncers. As we all know, Easy Allies runs the hottest dance club that is exclusive to video game characters uh, in Los Angeles. Miami has a one that's a little bigger than ours. Uh, uh, every week, we are given two video game characters who we must choose between uh, to. Okay, we're having some weird lighting things in the studio Haunted. today. They wouldn't have noticed
3: if you hadn't mentioned it. Uh,
0: the thing no, is, Jones is Did doing weird went... stuff. And uh, to, aud- to listeners wondering why Jones is like humming and st- <laughs> very, acting very distant, it's because some lighting situations were happening. I'm back. Yep, he's back. Um, so we have a uh, patron submit two different video game characters. We must choose between these two. One gets in the club, one must go home tonight. From? Oh, this is interesting. Okay. So from Samwise Game Geek, we have the Elite Beat Agents. Uh, the world is in trouble, and it's up to the agents to save it, but they can only do that by entering our club. Oh, man. So it's pretty, I mean, okay, there's, there's
1: that. However, that's pretty pointed compared yeah. to the
0: other excuses we've heard. Yeah. Anachronistic Timepiece presents Tom Nook from Handle Crossing. Uh, we owe him countless bells, and he'll foreclose on the club if
1: we don't let him No, in. that's not a no, no, no. He'll, he'll.
0: So, do we choose the world or do we choose our club? Our club. Obviously.
1: Our
3: club is in the world,
2: though. Yeah. No. We'll be fine. You're
0: going to say no to the elite beat agents. Yeah, for Tom Nook. Yeah.
2: Tom Nook has kids he needs to take care of. He shouldn't be at the club. Yeah. <laughs> <This> I think he's <laughs>
1: be- not the first time Tom Nook has heard from my lawyer, okay? Yeah. This is, I like him, dude. Constant
2: uh, shakedowns.
3: He's a good businessman. I'll man.
1: admit, I could have. I, I ignored some emails from Tom Nook, but this is not. This is just the way he operates. This so you want to let the elite agents in? I think we have to. I think I, it's our responsibility.
2: I want to see the elite beat agents' performance in this club. It's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing. I think they're lying. Oh my god! I think they're just being dramatic. To they try never
0: to lie. In. They never lie. I think they are. That's uh, quite a bold statement. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm that sorry. They're gonna save the world. Yeah, I'm going with Tom Nook. They've done it once. Ian, are you? Which one are, are you on here?
3: I guess the the elite beat agents. Ah. Yes. Why? Gotta save that world. Okay. <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah, I get that. Even if it's a lie I Tom the like the world. He's 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 a he's a I was slick. living there. He's not trustworthy. You know what?
0: None of you get to play animal crossing
1: now. Ooh. Well if that's if that's sh- what's on the
0: table, I know Tom Nook. <laughs> I do I do wanna I wanna I wanna dodge some corrections. So, Ben, this has been this has been a running correction. Uh the relationship with of Tom Nook and the little Nooklings is not ever clear. If they are his children or nephews or simply he just looks
2: after them. Uh, they, they I like might to just think be understudies, studies.
1: Like yeah. Scrooge McDuck style.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm establishing headcanon. And so you your headcanon is my they head, are sons. My headcanon is they are sons. I have a whole I have Google Docs of my own personal written information. And so when I say there is his kids, that is my own personal collection. They're,
3: okay, They're probably like clones, right? Like Palpatine. Oh my god. Like like no, Liquid and like, Solid
2: Snake. Like Big Boss.
3: I mean they're all clones, yeah. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> Uh this is weird though. Um our our bouncer has been taken over by Soul Edge. Nice. <laughs>
1: oh no.
0: And both of them got in.
1: Oh man. Oh. We
0: have uh, we can't stop anybody. The,
1: every... Oh no, you say both the elite BH this is four of them, yeah, right? Yeah, you're right. Both three, parties three, got in. Three? It's three people, yeah. yeah.
2: Maybe there's a guy. Is that Soul Edge gonna wreak havoc in our club? Most likely. Oh no. I'm going outside. Yeah. We're staying in. It might be best for us to leave the club behind. <laughs>
0: let's do news we got some bad news this week oh let's not even touch it yet okay because i i saw the most joyful thing when i woke up today lego super mario now here's the way this was revealed we had had strangest announcement earlier this week game announcement it's kind of a
4: game announcement it's cute (laughs) it's not my
0: favorite way to start a podcast but it's a fun way to start a podcast uh there was an announcement, hey, Super Mario Lego is coming. We'll tell you more about it soon. And I'm like, okay, in a few months, okay, whatever. And then one day later, mm-hmm. here it is, everybody. Uh, it is not what you think. It is not, uh, you know, when Overwatch got some Legos. Yeah. You know, it's not uh, the Mega Bloks Mario sets that already exist. It's not, you know, the, the, the Halo Lego sets. It's not anything like that. It is an integration. <laughs> it is, this is a partnership between Nintendo
2: and Lego. What is it? What, how do we describe this to people who have not seen this trailer? Kyle, it's frustrating because everything that you said was accurate, but you sounded like a like a pitch person. It is an integration. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. You have but them. that is what I'm impressed by actually. That is mm-hmm. what I, what I'm actually find why I find this so interesting. Is it's not just a simple Lego IP license like you, they do five times a year. You have a Mario effigy mm-hmm. that can scan stuff. Great work. And you bounce him off plastic. Plastic pieces of plastic based off more envi- environments and he gets coins digitally. hmm And apparently you smack stuff real hard and knock it over and break your Lego set So be careful. Though. Yes, it is. It is so weird It and is basically it. Uh, it's like an obstacle course, but it looks like a board game the way it's set up like mousetrap Almost some gimmicks spinning around and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and this the things are you know typical Super Mario things like a piranha plant Like like, like a, like a yeah, but there's what kid Bowser or whatever mm-hmm. Bowser, Bowser, Bowser Jr. Jr. Bowser, that's yeah Bowser Jr. Also not a son apparently Apparently no relation. Maybe not in your version. It's a clone. Something's going on. Well, Sunshine did get retconned, so maybe. <laughs> did it? Yeah. Good. Good. I won't. I don't want Sunshine. In Mario to be Galaxy canon. 2, they did it. What'd they do? They retconned it. What'd dude? they say? I don't know. They I, said no, 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 no. Sunshine that planet got destroyed, game. so Sunshine was its own separate okay, planet in it. the galaxy mm-hmm. and got erased. Just got nuked. So like, okay. no, let's just do this version now. Great. Thank you. I'm, that's why I'm surprised you don't like it. I didn't. I didn't get that far. Okay. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> to you legit gotta beat to you never beat, you that beat that game. Luigi. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, so yeah. I, okay. So that is what I like about this. Is it's it's a game. It looks like a foolish game. I can't imagine any child having the patience to not just mash through it if the goal is to get as many coins as.
1: That's my number one curiosity. Yeah. yeah it's just like what if I just turn it on and then hit the the um, uh, the pole at the end. Am I am I done? Or do you have to get a certain number of coins? You have to do things in a certain order. Apparently, the goal is to get as many coins as you can before the time
2: runs out. Ah. But, but even if you can just mash it out, as a kid, don't you just want to see the things light up? Like, who cares? Yes. Let's just light up the things.
0: You know, that's fair, Ben. And I, I think that's the most <laughs> appealing thing about this is our Mario Ethigy has a very expressive face. Yeah. He's got exactly. LCD screens behind his eyes and mm-hmm. his mouth.
2: Yeah, boy, Mario
1: effigy and talks mm-hmm. and, yeah. and the, the, all this, you know, the sound effects. And, on his and it chest. looked like there was the, uh, uh, a, a question mark block that did have like a random nature to it, so you don't know what necessarily is going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Although I imagine, yeah, like having like the platform in one hand, Mario in the other, and then the the pole like down on the floor. Then you just like, you know, slam it on. Like, how do I do, dude? I was appreciating the trailer. What's he doing? There's that kid in the green shirt.
2: He like goes hard. Yeah, yeah. It's time to knock over some Legos. Play Mario, Full force into it. Uh, I, I,
0: I like that it's it is a toy. I like that here we have we see Lego meant to be played with. I think. Okay, y'all want my opinion on Lego for a second? No, no. not really. Here Ooh, we go. Yeah, um, yeah. Here's here's another hot, fresh, hot take latte. Jones, any right. anybody on the okay. panel? Let me know when you're sick of the hot take <laughs> latte. When it gets too hot, let me know. It's scorching. I think Lego. Is now just, a, it's just a thing to put on a shelf. Yeah. It's not meant to be played with. Mm. I, I, I it think depends this Depends on the audience. We're, we're part of the photograph generation. Here, I took a picture of my Lego. I have it on my shelf. I'm never
2: gonna touch this thing. Yeah. It's kind of like model. That's what you do with Gunpla. You do the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's just like a model kit but Those well, are leg- toys. Those are toys. Lego, Lego's <laughs> toys. Lego is toys. I Lego's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> yeah.
2: Lego is toys. It could be a
0: model, or you could just build <laughs> random stuff together. I'm over here <laughs>
2: with my action figures. <laughs>
0: I don't like it. I don't like it, and Why so I not? do. I like that Lego Super Mario is meant to be played with. In fact, it looks it would look stupid on your shelf.
1: But there's there's always been a, a press this, and the Lego guy flips, or you know this this opens up and surprise. There's a guy down in the basement have, or something. They have like.
2: like RC car Legos that you can build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technics. Yeah, Lego cool. Technics. Yeah. you're just yeah. you're speaking just about a different <laughs> type of Lego.
1: You know, like there are obviously some things you want to get that are just the statue or just that thing. And then there are other, like, sets that have fun interactive elements to it.
2: I I just envisioned you at a schoolyard and like some kids <laughs> just playing with Legos and then you run over their stuff with your techniques. Yes. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, man. <laughs> Toys.
0: <laughs> this, this is a toy I was
2: gonna show you a toy. Do you remember
0: do you remember the ones that just had like the, the, the plastic bottoms, the bases. Yeah. Right? And they had, had like a ramp on it and you just build on top of this base and you yeah. have a whole cool base? I still have those. Uh, you gotta be you're
1: looking to get a hogwarts these days. <laughs> It's a big... You know, look, they got plenty of Hogwarts <laughs> out there. Yeah. You, want, you, want, you want your Hogwarts so you can get that. Uh, that's what
0: I'm saying. I was like, that's the best the
1: cool building you can get. He's a big Lego. He's a, a big He's LEGO. a big bricky character. How big is he? And that's kind of cool. He's like... Six You were to have your standard Lego brick. Yeah, he's about 50 of those, like in a in a stack. What? You know, he's a pretty big... He's not 50 bricks. Well, he
3: brick's looks like he's brick like three or big four big inches tall, sure. yeah. yeah. He's
0: Let's certainly bigger than days. a
1: mini-fig. For sure. And that's... Something that, uh, um, just design wise for me, there's always like potentially a little bit of disappointment with, like, oh, cool, they're bringing that franchise to Lego, neat. And then you see like the little Lego version of it, and it's like, oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Like, I don't necessarily see that character really. Like, you do need, uh, something else, like Harry needs the scar on his head, mm-hmm. like Bart needs the hair, you know, to really kind of smell, ah, that's Bart. I forgot you know? there's Simpsons Legos. Right, <laughs> and so it's interesting that that, you know, I wonder if that was a concession on Nintendo's part, where it's like, okay, well we'll do this, but it's it's gotta look like Mario. We don't want literally just like a Lego dude in a red cap and overalls, mm-hmm. and then you call that Mario. Barrio. And so it's neat to see his eyes, you know, kind of glancing around at things. I wonder how automatic that is, if that, if he, if it senses it's close to stuff, or. Oh, I don't think uh, we will have. He's just, if it it is, if, is Bluetooth. He's got a little idles, Bluetooth. You know, if you just if you just turn him on and just leave him there and not no game mode or anything, if he's just like hello, you know, like he'll talk a little bit or yeah. Don't hit things. so hard. Yeah. Please. please,
0: please, ow, my legs. Ow. Oh. Oh. You clearly have an agenda. <laughs> um, but Jones, what? Why? Why would counter that is how low grade the Mega Blocks Mario sets of the past have been? There have been Mega Blocks Mario sets. Yeah, And Mario Kart. Oh. Y'all never walked down the toy aisle? What's going on here? I, I, have, I the Lego. have not <laughs> looked at it. those
1: that walked in the toy aisle where? <laughs> I don't Target. Know they're gone, Target. Man. Target. Like, okay, Target. Okay. I don't spend, yeah.
2: My, my question is, how disgustingly overpriced is this going to be? hundred bucks. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. Uh, release date and price not mentioned. I love Lego. Yes. They are too expensive. They're so expensive.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, how segmented out is this going That's to be? That's what I was going to say. This yeah. is, is going to be just one gigantic things? $500 set, or, or am I going to get to buy Mario on his on its own, and Luigi, you know, uh, Yoshi or something? Surprise that there's no, no Peach. Surprise Who's there's no... Because if you're going yeah, through, through the level, it would be fun to do that roadmap, with potentially dude. other characters. Gotta go through the roadmap.
3: Mm-hmm. The way they phrase it on the press release is that it'll let kids go through real-life levels mm-hmm. made wow. out of... Uh, cra- created with Lego bricks, real-life game levels. So that, to me, implies that you'll be able to buy, like, more add-on levels. sets yeah. for, yeah, more Here's levels. Here's
1: the sad truth. You know, we're yeah. all excited for, you know, the sequel to Mario Odyssey, the next Mario, the big Mario game to come out on Switch. After we've played with the Mario Legos and after we've gone to Universal Studios, just those, we're going to be over those games. You know, you're going to play the, oh, virtual Mario worlds? No, yeah, no, no. I I'm, like this I'm, in, I'm into the real <laughs> ones now, man. You know if, that's if not If true. I want to experience the Mushroom... Hear me out. If I want to experience the Mushroom Kingdom, I'm going to go there for reals, man. I brought up my app and I can see those coins. I'm not going to...
2: In the real world. Yeah. And you can contract coronavirus. Right. Exactly. <laughs> at <laughs> your Studios.
0: This is a nice transition uh, to the next thing we have to talk about, uh, which is E3's cancellation. Right. Uh, and it, it's such an obvious thing at this point. It's just, you know, it, it was bound to happen. Uh, at the time of recording, right? And, and it's so weird when two weeks ago it was not an obvious thing that would obviously happen when we're talking about GDC is like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. And now it's just like, yeah, clearly that would be canceled. If they're canceling NBA games right. by E3. Uh, so yeah, E3 has been outright canceled, not even delayed, not suspended. It, there will not be an E3 in the year 2020. Uh, though they did say, Hey, physical. Yeah. They did say E3 in particular, the ESA in their announcement said, we are looking way to deliver a digital experience, uh, whatever that may mean. Um, and that's kind of where I want to start actually, is that, so ESA says, hey, we'll, we'll do a digital experience. We'll get, we'll get eyes on stuff. Uh, meanwhile, the big publishers are probably all going to do their own things. And so, in fact, yeah. Microsoft already has committed to that. I think Ubisoft as well. Used to I think Square like, recently put out a release, and they said, like, stay tuned for stuff soon or something like that.
2: Yeah. Do you remember the Konami hologram? Yes. Oh, man, that was weird.
0: I remember that because the the, the after credits teaser for that was the Contra yes. C. Yes, yes, it was. Still think about that. The burning C is like, oh, that's so hyped up. What is it going <laughs> to be? Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that's the first area to talk in because that that is what will affect our audience the most, people listening to this podcast, yeah. is that E3 for you will most likely be uh, a bunch of Nintendo Direct-style videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Might not matter for people at home, really. Yeah, For us, because we won't get to play stuff,
2: actually. I, yeah, I mean, I think that's where it will matter, is you're not probably getting the same level of hands-on impressions. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Hopefully people release demos or something, but... On, on a, on a, on a, a fool, foolishly basic level, I do want to talk about the difference between a direct-style video and a press conference with an audience, because I know Jones has strong feelings about this. <laughs> uh, Jones, this is going to be a big year for Microsoft in particular. Yeah, this is next gen year. I
1: love an Xbox conference.
0: Yeah, uh, tell me what you think is lost between what they would have presented to
1: what will be presented. Um, well, just personally for me, the main thing that I enjoy is just the the, the stress involved. You know, it's like when you produce a, a, a direct, you can have such like a clean announcement. You mm-hmm. can you can really kind of micromanage and. You know, I understand definitely there is it can be more entertaining to watch those things that are prepackaged. Uh, but at the same time, I, I do like the fact I think having and maybe you can speak to this, Ben, but I do think having like, you know, the, the people that are working on Devil May Cry 5, seeing them there, seeing them walk out on stage, hearing them, the the, the joy that they get, you know, like, uh, for example, if, if this was the year that they were planning on announcing the Keanu Reeves is in cyberpunk, he wouldn't have been there. You know, uh, you're mesmerizing, you're mesmerizing. Wouldn't have happened. Right. You know that's right, gone you. now. You know that that kind of live thing, the smoke, and oh, everybody, wow, look at that! Like gone. Like now it's now we all kind of experience the same thing on our own. So yeah, you 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 do lose a little bit of that magic. And I I think just personally, also I, I come from you know a, a theater background, so like I enjoy you know the the element of all of those people getting together and uh, the energy in the room and kind of gauging excitement by that. You know like. Um, you know, like I think Ubisoft has done really, really well the last couple of years with how they've handled E3, the stuff that they've you know announced. But at the same time, these are still the wacky Just Dance people. These are still the people that had the laser tag show. Like there still have been those those weird uh, missteps. And I think you—it's that stuff can just kind of breeze by quicker, you know. If you have a direct, you know, that that stuff doesn't necessarily stand out. I don't want an E3 full of stuff like that, but like I do enjoy it. Those are some of my favorite E3 memories: are the things that go wrong, uh, or the stuff live that they were like, "This is going to slay," and it just completely goes the wrong way.
0: Oh, I love those too. Obviously, I wonder if everything has to be on the same day anymore. I mean, uh, previously it was—we mm. have to get these done. We have to get these press conferences done before the, the opening day of E3 and people start playing the demos on the show floor, and that's the reason it was stacked over two or three days. Will will these digital experiences all take place over two or three days this summer? I'm gonna say yes still, because okay. they want attention still on them. I don't think everyone wants to be on the same days now. They don't want to be forgotten by another game's announcement or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're Ubisoft, you're you're talking about Satsuki, you don't want Whatever Xbox's next big game is to overshadow you or something like that, if they're right after you, you want people to keep talking about you, so they'll space them out like they always do. So I should take Thursday, maybe. Right, like, that's what anything. I'm saying. Like, should they, should they even be the whole month? What? Should they spread about across the whole month? Uh, <sighs> that's a good question. I don't know about that. I think a whole month. If is, they tie is stuff in with the ESA, actually, like you yeah. can only get this if we do like, you pay this amount to watch it. You pay a hundred dollars or something, then you can watch it on this then maybe yeah, E3 pay-per-view. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, and I would pay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'd pay. So w- what I think is interesting is the ESA's idea of what they're going to present because we are talking about the big publishers here, mm-hmm. and there are plenty of other games, there are pl- other studios, other h- humans who show up to E3 who aren't Ubisoft and Activision and EA. Uh, and so I wonder if their idea is, hey, if you got some, sh- some show floor space, we'll just put you up. We'll put you up in our own press conference. And I just, I wonder how you get people to watch that
4: mm.
0: i wonder how how appealing that will be you know this is like this is the exclusive of Bio mutant. you know it, it's in the esa press conference and i just wonder how appealing that is i wonder if have anything's the, lost have there day 9 host it sure but i'm in it works effectively mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i mean that's going to be that's going to be its own pc gaming show is going to be its own yeah. weird event now uh i wonder yeah i don't know. it's all very very strange unprecedented obviously
2: I do not have an optimistic—unfortunately, um, and I'm not saying this uh, as somebody who wants this. I agree with Jones that something is lost with the the conferences, uh, something very specific. But I'm not optimistic about the future of E3. Sure. I, I, I would not be surprised at all if E3 2021 either did not happen or— kind of suffered the same a, a, a continuation of the blows that we saw it mm-hmm. suffering before the cancellation came out
3: mm-hmm. well, that's kind of what I was gonna say is like do you guys think that the ESA <laughs> kind of breathed a sigh of relief that they had an excuse hell no no <laughs> I bet they're, they're panicking right money. now yeah because this was a year to recover this was e- this was <sighs> but it wasn't gonna work right like their weird idea about like let's get celebrities on stage and that'll save us and let's sell more whatever. Like, didn't didn't seem like it was going to be good. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair, Ian. I just feel like uh, the damage taking a year off completely yeah. is just so oh, harmful. Yeah.
3: Well, and the thing that's really funny to me is like, no one needs them to do a digital event. Like, that's what, the, the ESA being involved at all, like if I were Microsoft or whatever, I'd just be like, we'll just put our own thing on YouTube. See ya. Yeah. Like, we'll mm-hmm. put it on uh, whatever their Twitch is called, I can't remember right now. Uh, mixer, mixer, yeah. like, right? You know, like they don't need the ESA at
2: all. Nobody does. And the if thing it's is, digital. Is it, it's not like we're getting on here on this podcast of being the first ones that are saying that. Kind of everybody <laughs> is is having a similar sort of conversation, um, and making different arguments. But that is a sentiment that is being expressed over and over again. I I can imagine you know microsoft sony nintendo having very similar conversations Mm. um sony especially sony especially right right of course and so yeah i guess from their perspective like what is the what is the the benefit what is the benefit that is like getting better year over year
0: yeah so w- what I have learned this week it, from responses to e3 being outright canceled is how valuable it can be to smaller developers right the connections and stuff yeah they yeah. get connections they get deals mm-hmm. and that's just a, a wheeling and dealing time it's so funny though that this event doesn't exist w- without the big players doing big moves and make it largely exciting right then nobody's... If, if those things aren't there, nobody's drawn to it, and then it's harder to make those deals. It's harder to be small game getting attention and getting to shake hands with people, big people, uh, if, you know, those big people aren't interested in a big event. It's but, so weird. But
2: maybe maybe this is naive, but then if that is a vital function of E3, could that, you know, transition into other things, right? Like, could could GDC, where that already happens, mm-hmm. could that happen even more at GDC with the cancellation, you know sure. theoretical cancellation of E three. Like wouldn't hopefully oh, you know, optimistically that hole will be filled and there will be opportunities like that.
0: The idea being publishers just won't won't suddenly just stop buying games to publish that they will still seek right, out. Right, yeah. right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, I, I,
3: I I think
2: it's especially going into a new generation.
0: Yeah.
3: And from a publicity standpoint, you already see this kind of thing happening to some extent, with the Devolver stuff where they feature smaller things, but then uh, especially with the kind of funny press conference that they did that just featured like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of indie uh, stuff that got their trailers out there, you know? So it's like independent things for the publicity side, like the press conference side for indies and stuff, can still happen, you know, without a conference.
0: Yeah, I think it's for the games that. Are not trailer ready, right? The games right, that are conceptual, right, right. and I'm looking for somebody to uh, p- to partner up with, yeah, uh, pitches and stuff, right? You can't you can't make those trailers public. You can't make that no, a digital yeah. experience unless it is this closed kind of thing, a, a digital GDC, a gi- dig- like. A digital meeting room. I'm sure that this conversation is happening a thousand times in a thousand other industries. Uh, it's a it's a weird planet we're on right now, mm-hmm. currently. Uh, where yeah, we're having to learn how to
1: remotely do business, and it's 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 freaky. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely weird. And as much as I want an E3 party, like that is exciting to think of those challenges presented to everybody. Like what are they going to do now? Um, is this uh, you know I still want something like E3. Uh, for for the most selfish of reasons I want something in Los Angeles to, to be excited about in the mm-hmm. video game industry you know I don't want to c- just constantly have to travel like for everything um, but um, or or not travel in a lot of instances uh, because it's not in our budget but uh, I, it's exciting to think of potentially what Ubisoft will do. It was it was exciting this last year to look at uh, state of play and just kind of have Sony has evolved. You know, looked at the Nintendo Direct format and did their own version of that. Um, so it is interesting to see what these different uh, publishers are going to do in that case. But um, it it just makes sense to me. Because you think about, uh, you know, like a GameSpot or an IGN or, or, or these other people that are like, "All right, it's E3 week. Like, we have a new stage. Yeah, there's, there's a new we'll page show on our website where all of this stuff is being posted to. New graphics to, package. A new mm-hmm. graphics package. Yes. You know, E3 is being added to all of this stuff. So when you start to like stretch that out more and more, then it's just the the year. It's like, mm-hmm. what really is special about this event? Yeah, I hear Why it. are we even going to call it something? It's mm-hmm. just before the summer. You know, it's just kind of like everything – you know, there's there's when the new TV shows come out. There's when the, the new you know, big blockbusters come out every summer. There's when new products hit the shelves before Christmas. You know, it's like all that stuff just kind of naturally happens. But, you know, if you're covering it, you know, whether you're, uh, you know, like us talking about video games or just anything else that people can buy, you know, um, there's something different about it specifically taking place over like a six-day period. Yeah. And it is definitely stretched from four days to five days to six days. But – um it still will be weird not to have it kind of compact in that one unit for us to, to make a celebration about it.
0: Ben, I think it's got at least one more year. Oh, yeah. I think there is, a, I think there is an E3 2021.
2: Yes, I, I agree with you. They're not quitters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's logical, even though I said I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't next year, but I don't... It's not on an, an upward trend. I think it's like Definitely the ultimate yes. point yes. I'm trying to say, Especially right, is, it's, is not, not it's not thriving. Mm-hmm. Um. But... I, I feel like just the way that we talk about games, even on this very podcast, like, gigantic stories and events and things are happening within a matter of hours. Like, I even think about Nintendo Directs and the way that it goes for us on Slack is it's like, hey, Nintendo announced Nintendo Direct, it's happening in like 18 hours, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. And then there's just kind of this, I think from an audience perspective, kind of this collective excitement. And like everybody's scrambling, and I think that scrambling is good. You you are suddenly you know whatever you were doing, you're kind of throwing that away and being like, all right, let's focus on this. And I think in a lot of ways that's even more beneficial because I feel like there are days at E3, especially when we've been doing you know a twelve hour day or wh- however long we're doing it, where like we're thinking back and it's like, oh right, that game or this thing. And I have to wonder if that's part of it, where by by removing it and kind of making it year long or month long, like you said. They can kind of just drop those bombs whenever. Where it's like, in twelve hours, you know. Again, theoretically, they're talking about the PS Five. Whatever you are doing, you're gonna stop and and you know pay attention to that thing. Yeah. Or at least we are.
0: And Brad, this is a funny thing we thought of just. I guess I was two days ago when we learned about it. Uh, <laughs> is that it's not it's not always bombs too. It is sometimes just. Gameplay, just a game being played and demonstrated for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about how potentially this could be the first year we get to just watch the treehouse. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we yeah, just we were get to like about sit that. down <laughs> and just chill out. a lot of times people like telling us, like, they talked about a treehouse. They showed us a treehouse. Yeah. We, and could, really, we, could we didn't it. see it because yeah. we're busy. And so I wonder, Brad, if, if these digital experiences do stretch beyond a direct, if, you know, all everybody's going to be setting up their own tree houses. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I yeah. mean, and that. That Good is point. awesome because there. A lot of times during an E3 press conference, it's like, "Oh, I want to see more of that," and there just there just isn't time. Yeah. And so by making a digital event, like you really have room to present this however you you want. It like, oh man, just imagining like seeing Elden Ring and it's like, okay, here's a thirty minute walkthrough or something. Yes. You know th- that means th- more than a trailer, right? Yeah. And I, I think, I think you're already starting to see that. I think what. CD Projekt Red has been doing with mm. Cyberpunk I think sure. is, is a bit effective A and maybe telling for those sorts of games going forward even Baldur's Gate 3 I mean that was, that was what they did is they're like we're going to take you through an hour of this game and I think that's cool
0: yeah that is cool we got a juicy nugget though ooh Mama Bird Jason Schreier in his reporting of E3's mouth. cancellation he heard some things so I gotta, I'm going to read you his reporting from Kotaku This year, a newcomer planned to enter the field. Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers Games was preparing to host an E3 press conference for the first time, according to three people familiar with the publisher's plans. There, WB Games had planned to talk about a number of much-anticipated games, including... A new Batman. Whoa. Uh,
3: I just heard Huber yelling from his house. (laughs) Well,
0: you know what? It's it's almost kind of reassuring to know that they had no plans to even talk about it until E3. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, we we won't know about it for a few more months. Um, A Harry Potter game that was leaked in 2018. Mm -hmm. Remember that trailer distinctly? Oh, yeah. And the next game from Arkham developers, Rocksteady Studios. It remains to be seen whether Warner Brothers will still hold its own digital event or something else entirely. That's a press conference. That would have been a nice <laughs> press conference. That would have been a good one. Cool 30 minutes or something? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Warner Brothers never... I mean, and they had some good lineups in years past, right? And yeah. they, they published well, The Witcher in the US. Hopefully they still do something. Um, I mean, or release them. Mortal stuff. Kombat. Yeah. Yep. yeah. MK. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but they've always been
3: part of other people's conferences. Like... This speaks to what could happen going forward, is everyone just does their own thing during, during that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Controls the message themselves. Control
0: the message. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, and I guess what's weird on top of that is without E3, I wonder if there's really a true incentive to talk about those three games on the same day.
2: Good question. I mean, yeah, that's a good point, because you could just have a rock-steady day. You could just have a WB Montreal Batman Day. Mm -hmm. You could just have a Harry Potter Day. Yeah. And you know, kind of going back to that idea, it's like, well, if we spread this out and we go harder on those things individually, for for us, we just get more. Mm -hmm. Right. And that that is potentially cool. But I so the
0: marketer in me says it's good to keep it all in one show. I'm thinking back to Square Enix last year mm-hmm. where they know they had us because of Final Fantasy VII in the beginning and mm-hmm. Avengers at the end. They could show us anything in the middle and we will be watching. And I kind of think that's the that's the effect with WB. It's like, "Oh, you're here for Batman? Watch this stupid little Harry Potter mobile game trailer." Yeah. You know, they they know that oh. they have a captive audience. It's not <laughs> uh, it exists. That game's out. Um and so yeah, I do think that uh, uh I think there's some, there's still something to that. A big old WB show, I hope they still go through with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and... and like the Gears y- Pop moment.
2: Yeah, exactly, right? We, we <laughs> got you like, captive. Oh, you have to watch this trailer <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the, <laughs> the one more thing. You can't do that if it's just like, okay, today we're... I mean, you can, but it's not the same. It doesn't feel As the it's same. packaged yeah. into a show. Yeah.
1: It's also selling WB versus any of those individual properties. Because like you can you know if I'm just a Harry Potter fan I don't care what else WB's doing but mm-hmm. now oh wow look at that those that, that's a busy prominent you know business that's doing well that big company there whereas if you're just constantly pushing your products out you're not necessarily attaching yourself to those products and the mind share of the oh. consumer
0: that's Jones that's so right because WB is a huge publisher we never give them that credit we never give them that Activision credit uh, and maybe par- that's partially it right they never present themselves as a big publisher
2: well they don't they don't, they don't have a th- face really yeah
1: that's why ea play is so fascinating brad you know like you and i have experienced the best and worst of ea play and it just it cracks me up when i go there it's just like why are they doing this why is it so important to them yeah because you look at all of their brands like you see like the sims and apex and it's like i think all of these things individually are going to do fine without this event yeah what are we all doing why are we here you know why are they really taking? Are, are they doing this because there is an E3, or are they doing this because they want to change E3, or the you know? And but it is to push the it's brand. fascinating to me like what in there because I can think of reasons why you would do something like that, but I want to know like why that's important to EA, like yeah. why EA is not like it's, we're we're not we don't just want to go to the bank and you know pick up our you know big ca- you know bags of cash. We want you to know we're busy. Yeah, you know, we we are handling well, all Jones, these different things. EA play, it felt like to me like they had those there
0: because there'd be nothing else for you to play there sure there was star wars and you couldn't play it so you could play like apex legends or the sims it's like what what the hell else are you gonna play? ravel 2 you know yeah
2: i cannot (laughs) get over how good jedi fallen order was and how poorly it was presented wow yeah like it is funny to think back on that if you go back and you watch them talking about it or even just the awkward like so you're working on a new star wars game yep like do you remember that kind of initial conversation yes like what the hell was going? There was so much you could have done with that. Game. Here's a logo. Yeah. Uh,
0: I remember. I remember distinctly. Uh, Stig being asked, "Hey, can you change the color of the lightsabers?" He's like, "I can't talk about that." You could have. You, you could have just said that. It's, it. fine. it's fine. <laughs> what would have been ruined if you just said yeah. yes? <laughs> You get different Kyber crystals. Yeah, it was just like, wh- why don't you just? You can change the color of the lightsaber. It's fine. What the hell was going on? They were with so the to so secretive game. at E three. It was so weird, so unnecessary. Don't protect the IP, Kyle. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, the pristine Star Wars IP. I want to have uh, a difficult conversation. Oh. Kind of tied in with all of this. It's another. I wouldn't be surprised if. Mm. I would not be surprised if our next generation consoles do not launch in 2020. 2020. Yeah. It's possible. I think we all have to get to the point where we will accept that news when it arrives and not be
2: too surprised by it. I'm there. I don't like this ever increasing feeling that I'm limping towards next generation consoles <laughs> instead <laughs> of like joyfully jumping up right. and embracing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. I think considering the situation, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and of course, when Next Gen gets here, it will be exciting regardless. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I, I also can't shake the feeling that it's hurting momentum a little bit. It, it's it's creating like this weird in-between space.
0: It's It is <laughs> – it's the time when video games could actually just, you know <laughs> – We looked at the, uh, 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 what's the Switch fitness game? Ring, uh, fit. Ring, fit, Ring, fit Ring Fit Adventure. We look at Ring Fit Adventure, right, and how it's you know ballooning because of the quarantines. Mm-hmm. This is the time to sell your video game consoles. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm positive they do not want to delay. I'm positive right I'm now. I'm sure they don't want to miss the holiday. Right. At all. Yeah. Microsoft, Sony are working as hard as they can. They've already said, look, coronavirus is not going to affect us our launches. They've said that out loud. They both have said that.
1: Not recently.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, Sony said that I think last month. And the, yeah, that, the, like,
1: the situation is. Changing daily, yes. You know, fascinating Since how then, quick.
3: haven't like the factories closed? I heard reports many factories have closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like the things actually making the consoles might not be functional. It's just yeah. It's kind of
0: <laughs> it's kind of unfeasible to think that it could come together in time uh, at this point.
1: And like my. <laughs> My emotions tied to next gen in terms of somebody who sits in a chair in a podcast versus my emotions about next gen from like a gaming perspective are like two completely separate things. Like if you were like, we know for a fact next gen's not gonna happen until twenty twenty two, I'd be like, Cool, I have so many games to play, I have so much stuff to catch up on, like, oh cool, I I will finish Death Stranding. You know, like, go oh, great. Okay. Sure. Yeah You're know, like there's just a lot of stuff personally that I could go back and check out. Um it's the there's worst nothing, thing to complain about, right? There's nothing really in me that's like, no, that's gonna cancel that. I am. Ca- it's it's mostly just a curiosity about what's gonna happen. Like, what is Halo Infinite? What does the PS5 look like? Yeah, it's those questions that I really want to have answered, and not necessarily like I need that console plugged in right now mm-hmm. because I gotta play whatever, you know.
2: I I don't think it's worth complaining about. I'm trying to th- find the right way to phrase. Like, well, it's absolutely a bummer. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a bummer, but it's it's not like. Oh no! Like it's not angry. I'm not yes. angry about yeah. it. It's yeah. just kind of like.
0: Yeah, you could be bummed out. It's like being
2: mad. Yeah, you you were planning a party for months with your friends, mm-hmm. and you were really excited. Yeah, you were like, we're finally gonna show each other our Lego collections. Yeah. that have been sitting on our shelves and play with them. And mm-hmm. play- No, 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 no. That kind of Lego. And then they call you and they go, "I am super sick," and you're like, "I understand. You know, don't come. Don't get your germs on my Legos." Yes. Uh... But you, you were looking forward to it. Yeah.
1: yeah. And at the end of the day, there are people behind the consoles. There's people behind the games. There's people behind, you know, the, in the factories to building this stuff. Like, there's people behind all of this. And so you stretch this stuff out. And, like, those people still need to be paid. Those people still need jobs. They still need to be considered to potentially be employed by these companies that have to delay this stuff. And so uh, it's one thing to see these objects potentially out of our reach. But another thing to be like, what do you do with all these people that are working on it? Oh, those um, these are the big questions, Jones. Right. yeah, that's that's everybody's dealing with that right now. So, and I don't know if that's just me getting older or me having gone through so many console generation jumps, getting potentially less like frothy every single time it happens. It's like <laughs> I'm just more eager to have it be good for easy, allies, you know, have it be good generally for our industry. And so it's like, you know, if, you know, Sony has to slow stuff down, then what does that mean for their first party people? What does that mean for the third party people? What does that mean for exclusives that haven't even been announced yet that are yeah. now like, ah, our game's done. We're ready. Or are we we are going to be done, you know. And um, yeah. yeah, here's
0: the thing. Uh, let's say I'm Sony right now. There's no way I would show the PS5 right now. If I was planning on having my event next month, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hold off until we have a really good grasp of what the situation is gonna, gonna say, be like I don't know if they should release until they know that they can release at a certain time yeah for sure I'm with you there I, like I, it seems almost uh... unless they just give like the time frame of the window of holiday 2020 yeah but I mean you're 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 feeling very certain at that point of things that are completely out of anybody's yeah. control you know yeah. I just can't see it yeah I, I don't know right I, I, we're I in, would... yeah we're in this very wait period of we don't know yeah. In the same way, I, I would feel un, I would not feel confident having my E3 press conferences being like, "Yeah, Batman 2021." Like, I wouldn't mm. feel confident about doing that more. the The day, the very day that Fast Nine gets delayed a whole year,
1: yeah, to Bond April, and, yeah,
0: like, uh, how could you say, "Yeah, my video game for sure Mulan, is coming out on this poor day"? Poor
1: New Mutants. New Mutants just never coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did Mulan get delayed? Yeah, it was going to come out today. It's got Disney just bumped a March bunch of stuff. 27th, and some horror I film. Oh, okay. Some horror film that's on their slate, too, that I didn't know about. Huh. Or didn't know it was Disney specifically.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, movies are different because you, you watch those in public places. Mm-hmm. i But you I understand buy consoles difference in public there. places, too. Yeah.
1: You wait out in line Not with a bunch always. of people who are being very unhealthy. <laughs> <S Yeah. laughs> Sent home, baby. Is there a chance
2: yeah. that the streets are just going to be empty and we're all just going to be cooped up in our rooms playing video games? Golden age of video games. Yeah. If anything good comes out of this, There will be more
0: people playing video games Mm. and watching podcasts. Or listening. listening. Yeah. Or listening. Do you all hear that? Oh. It sounds like it's podcast (laughs) halftime!
1: Okay. Uh So we all know how a VPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But I didn't know this until recently, and it has taken my TV watching game to the next level. You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Over the weekend and for the next foreseeable future because it's a big long season, I used ExpressVPN to binge Doctor Who on UK Netflix. It's so simple, I just fired up ExpressVPN app, changed my location to the UK, refresh Netflix, and that's it. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries, so just think about all those Netflix libraries you can go through. Love anime? Yes. All right. Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason that we use ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem, and it's super easy to set up. Uh, I've set this up on my PC, but Ian, you've set this up on mobile almost right away.
3: Yep, I put it on my phone.
1: Yeah, ExpressVPN. It just worked. It just worked. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, so you can watch what you want to on the go or on the big screen, wherever you are. If you visit our special link right now, which is expressvpn.com slash allies, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash allies. Oh, and uh, if you're a patron of Easy Allies, Thank you. Did the copy start
0: with okay? It did. Huh. Okay. It did. It's funny. Words like that do draw attention. Listen.
1: You're also calling back to the the halftime after we finish the halftime. That's a cardinal sin.
0: Hmm. You don't know what you're talking about? What copy? Oh, because if you are a patron of $5 or more or any
1: patron, you don't even, you didn't hear a second
0: of that. Yeah. So maybe leave in the okay and then cut straight to, if you're a patron...
1: <laughs> oh, it's funny. Reading this copy, doing the whole thing—yeah, not the problem. You, I know. Oh I The wrenches that get thrown my way after we're done. What's the story behind that shirt? This I heart copters. Was it say I love copters? I love copters. <laughs> uh, Laser <laughs> choppers.
0: I had. Uh, I don't know if I can say what company. Uh, brother-in-law worked for a company that would be making helicopters, and oh. you would get a shirt like this if you worked at such a company. Was gotcha. it Lockheed? Can't say. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about a wrench that was thrown into my machinery. Uh, oh. Just before recording this podcast, we got a, a hot, fresh rumor about a Silent Hill reboot. That was weirdly sensual. The
2: machinery? <laughs> Your machinery. In <laughs> yeah. yeah. my machinery. Is that what that
0: sound is? In my machinery. Um, Good blur
2: song.
3: This, this is, is This is a wrench they could throw into my machinery anytime they want. <laughs> Ian, can you lead off? I, I've I've barely understood what I've read today. All I've heard is that there's strong stronger and stronger rumors that there's people at Sony making a Silent Hill slash Silent Hills game, potentially with people from Team Silent and Project Siren on board.
0: Yeah, and and what is strange is our source is a website called relyonhorror.com. Whoa. Ben, Ben just had
2: a revelation. No, I did. I'm sorry. I'm super sorry. What's going on in your machinery right now? Weekly (laughs) hunts today. Yes, yes. We say a lot of nonsense, but Huber was there. Yeah. And I was, I said, (laughs) I said, like, I just want a new good Silent Hill. I believe that's what I said. And he Mm -hmm. was like, he just said... Like t- sincerely, it—it's happening. Don't worry about it.
0: Oh man, mm-hmm. the pulse. Mm-hmm. He, he could, just does. He things. could feel the creation. He is. And I. We we maybe are we in Huber's Maybe we'd already dream. heard about
1: this. There's remember. been rumors before. There, we have we had been rumors the there have been rumors for a sec. There have been rumors for a sec. That's what I do when I kind of kind of blank I Huber, nudge. and just kind of like right. saunter over to Huber and I'm like SSX and he's like no. No, I'm not feeling anything. The universe is telling me nothing, Johnson. Yeah, it's like, just being know. honest. Maybe, maybe okay. I'm
2: ascribing too much divination to Huber.
3: So uh, I, I, want to subscribe to the theory that Huber is some kind of like divine creation. He's gotta spirit. want it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You yeah.
2: can't make him.
1: You, can, you can't rub that monkey's paw. Like he's gotta want the thing. Mm-hmm. And
0: then yeah. Do you rub the monkey's paw? Do you? Do you yeah. When you rub a lamp, wish, you, you. I think it. you just hold the paw.
3: You like palpate.
0: Made the rabbit's foot. You rub the oh, rabbit's foot. Oh, you rub butt. a rabbit's foot, yeah. If you want to rub the paw, it can't hurt. Well, the r- monkey's paw
3: hurts <laughs> you no matter what.
0: So, relyonhorror.com. I want to read a paragraph, the most informative one. Uh, Our first source, who we've come to trust well. Okay, so this is what all we know about their information. Indicates that Keiichiro... Toyama, director and writer of the original 1999 Silent Hill, and Akira Yamaoka, the composer for the majority of the franchise, are also returning alongside Masahiro Ito. Uh, The trio will helm a soft reboot of the Silent Hill series, possibly just called Silent Hill, SIE Japan Studio, who Ian was talking about, which possibly includes team members from Project Siren, uh, Siren Blood Curse was, it used to be a Sony-exclusive series that just kind of dropped off.
3: Well, it was based on... There was a
0: game just called Siren first.
3: Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that.
0: And so Siren Blood Curse is like the PS3 sequel? I want to
3: say... Uh, this is from memory. I'll check in a second. I want to say Blood Curse was the third one?
1: I think there are two oh, okay. PS2 yeah, Siren, Siren games. I think there are two
3: Siren, Siren That two I believe are both card.
1: available on PlayStation Now.
0: I'll check. Cool. Uh,
3: they were uh,
1: one of the first games I flew over to on PlayStation Now when I saw that.
0: Nice. Uh, That team will be behind its development in some capacity, either in full or in part. Our source states that this title has been in the works for about a year. Our second source, which has no connection to the first, was aware of Ito's involvement in a new Silent Hill title and informed us of that information some time ago. That all sounds pretty realistic to me.
3: Hmm. Yes, we were correct. Siren, Forbidden Siren 2, Siren Blood Curse.
0: Most likely a PlayStation 5
1: exclusive yeah. says
0: Rely Horror. If it's Rely been a Horror. Year in development. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This, this project's in an interesting place. Okay. Because it's got a lot going for it and a lot going against it. What's going against it? The expectations. PT, one of the best horror experiences I've ever played in my entire life. Like, is that, can that be a part of it now? Or they're like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. And you have a lot of PT fans are like, why wouldn't you? They did it. There's a part they already of- laid it out for you. Just do that. They're like, well, we want to do our thing. Like, we we weren't involved in that project. We're involved in this now. Yeah. Uh, and and not just mention the whole excitement that was, was just building up towards the potential of Silent Hills coming back, you know. And then everyone like trying to get their excitement again, you know, potentially for another
2: rumor. Like, counterpoint. Have you played the recent Silent Hill games? Like the most recent ones. Uh, the room is where I stopped. Okay, I think. I think we would just take a pretty okay one, yep. honestly. Sure. I, think that I, hope so. be, I hope so, yeah, I, yeah. Think, Progress. I think there would be, exci- like, I hear what you're saying, and I don't think you're wrong. I think, obviously, PT generated a lot of excitement, but, like, people, myself included, just want Silent Hill so bad that I, I think, I don't think it would have to necessarily capitalize on PT completely to be successful. Uh, yeah, like, if a Silent Hill game came out and was, like,
3: a 7.5 or 8, it would probably be, like, the fourth or fifth best Silent Hill, you know? It's, like,
0: not too bad. (laughs) And it'll have good music. Uh, Jones, there is a, a second half of this rumor, though, very pertinent to the point that you brought up, is that a second title is in development, or at least being worked on, that will be Silent Hills. And that Sony is working to patch up the relationship between Kojima Productions and Konami in order to resurrect the game. Oh. Whoa. And this is where I This is where I don't feel this comfortable reporting scenario. this on a podcast no. anymore. Sure, yeah, this is too wild to me. That's wild. I
3: saw something that
0: Norman Reedus said that he was working
3: on something but not Silent Hills. But, of course, he forgot he was in
2: PT, so who knows? He forgot that? So, yeah, apparently. Man, what? How do, you, settled, how do you broker that conversation? Like, <laughs> what do you say? How do you get those people in the room? How do you start that conversation? It's uh, also not really in
1: PT, to be honest. Right. Yeah. You don't, don't hear, to hear him. Anxious. You don't, yeah, sure. it's just a character model. Uh, <laughs> you,
2: you just go,
0: so Sony's been asking about you. <laughs> or I guess, no, you're talking about Konami and Kojima. So you're like, Konami's been asking about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> playground but mm-hmm. then but then
2: you the if you're kojima projections yeah. do you don't you just say like who cares
0: you know let him ask if i am kojima yes i'm i'm working on my own ips now i'm selling my own t-shirts i don't want to touch silent hills no thank you but what there's no reason dies? to. It. if he if it happens i will be gobsmacked
2: you know what you know what you do god smacked i'll be God-smacked. God-smacked. <laughs> Ah, ah! Stay, <laughs> Stand alone.
0: <laughs> Prince of Persia. <laughs> they did a really
3: weird cover of Eleanor Rigby. I remember. What? I think Whoa. that was Godsmack. Um, anyway, no. <laughs> uh, if it, to get to get Kojima on board, you just go like, "Hey,
0: Guillermo was asking the other day."
1: <laughs> <I>
3: like that.
0: <laughs> and like, you just text Guillermo. And
1: you're yeah, like, what, actors, what, you're talking about, what actor
0: is yeah. Kojima into right now? Uh, I got a new segment. It's called Do You Want to Feel Weird Today? Yeah. Uh, it's a mini segment. You want to feel weird today? Uh, look up the story about the Prince of Persia being added to... Uh, what's... For, th- Honor. For Honor. For Honor. Yeah, man. I saw that. Cool. Look at, look at that image, though, dude. Yeah, I saw it. I haven't uh, seen the image. It, it's wild. It's not... It's its own Prince of Persia, a very realistic-looking man. Yeah. And he's he's not... He's That's that's no Prince of Persia. <laughs> What, what, do you mean? Mean? what do you mean that's no Prince of Persia? He's just a guy. <laughs> He's just a guy who's got kind of like Prince of Persia, like dreads. He's uh, got a magical amulet but over I think his EA breast. This guy has like mechanics, though, like it. Sure. Uh, that's what not... do you mean? He's looked different so many times, the Prince? This is not. That is not. <laughs> that is no Prince. No, I don't want to hear this boomer mentality. Like, this, is this old, uh, Let's move forward. Get boomer a new Prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I'm cool with new princes. Let him be new again. This guy's not royalty. He doesn't have to be in this one. Right. Okay, there he is. So, <laughs> yeah. Wait, shoot
2: again. Okay, everything that you said okay, makes dude, sense
0: now. Hear me out. Okay, okay. that okay. is not a prince of Persia. He's getting back on his feet, dude. He's
2: <laughs> outcast. This I understand? This I he's understand. been
0: outcast for a long time, dude. Yeah. yeah. Out of his kingdom. Yeah. He's been in rough shape, but now he's getting ready again, dude. dude
2: okay. He he does
0: kind of look like why. a bum. I, I don't know why they gave him that outfit, though. Uh, that's his traditional outfit, is it not? Kind of. Yeah, I guess so. Uh this has been you want to feel weird today. So going back to
1: Silent Hill, He's got rumors. He's got like the Alec Baldwin chest, you know? Yes. He's Thank got you. the I'm, like, I'm
0: sure listeners were so frustrated that you bit, just nailed it. There's
1: a it's it's like it's stocky, you know, it's like it's probably you you probably you punch that guy and he can probably take a couple of those, you know, mm-hmm. stomach blows, but there's not the definition, you know? There's yeah. not I'm telling you, man, this is just his comeback. This is the start. He's yeah. gotta start somewhere.
0: Yes. He'll it, sh- he'll strike sh- until he'll lose beer those beer pounds, dude. I was told once that I was classically barrel chested, and I was like, What is <laughs> Classically <laughs> barrel chested yes. yes. Who said that to you? <laughs> a friend. And it was like a okay. girlfriend? Yeah. It was not a girlfriend, no. But uh not a compliment. It was like, hey, I like how you're classically barrel chested. Like, how, oh, okay. do they say it like that? <laughs> All right, Kyle, yes. how do we
1: patch up the relationship between you and the person who called you? <laughs> was it Dan? It was not. It was not.
0: Uh, so we have got to I'm talk about Silent know. Hills. Uh No, I don't. You know what? I'm kind of like done with it. It's like worth bringing up on a sure. podcast. It's wild if it's true. Hey, go nuts. But like, this, I don't see this coming to fruition. This has, this has to
2: happen. It has to happen. Silent Hill is too important. To rot away. Like, yes. please, please, just it's, get it together. It's so good to be true, though,
0: right? And you you can imagine Sony bringing their money to the table to make Konami think about it. Mm-hmm. Konami, who, you know, has not been making these kinds of games in a while. You could see it coming together.
2: You could see Sony being the ones who are making this happen. Yeah, for but for sure. Is, is there any way to just, like, sneak into Konami and just take whatever Silent Hill rights they have and just... No one's the no. wiser. All the lights are off. You won't be able to find it. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Silent Hill
1: for me, though. Is and this is pessimistic? But I'm just, I'm just really trying to think about like what I really want to define why I would be excited for a new Silent Hill because it's kind of getting like Goldeneye syndrome a little bit where we're so far removed from the franchise at its peak that I do have to ask myself in 2020 like what are what is it? What are we? What do, what do we need from Silent Hill that like Layers of Fear isn't doing? That like other, you know, like that there are fun horror experiences, horror, fun horror experiences to play in VR. Like there is good gaming horror to find out there. So what is it? And when I played when I played PT, this was like okay, I don't remember ghosts being involved that much in Silent Hill. Obviously, like weird imagery. Am, am I is they what I'm looking in at actually happening? Four, yeah. Yeah, they but up like. In four. So I was like, oh, this is kind of taking that series to spin in a new direction. So if they're like, no, 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 we're going to do soft reboot, we're going back to the roots. In 2020, what are those roots? I I, I don't know. I'm not saying that they, it doesn't exist. Ben, I just don't tell know. Them. tell them. We can't me, end this segment me, without you
2: telling them. Let me let me make an anecdote for you, right? I think yeah. what you're saying is like saying, well, what's the point about getting excited for a new Final Fantasy? And I think the reason why Final Fantasy is as strong as it is, is because of its ability to reinvent itself, Right. It's not just a JRPG. It is a JRPG that is trying to think on the cutting edge as much as possible. And Silent Hill has not always done that, but at its best, it does do that. I think you look at sure. the leap from Silent Hill 1 to Silent Hill 2, and then 3 going back and connecting to 1, and then 4 being its own new... Like, it is... I think it is that ambition, even something like Shattered Memories, right? That yeah. it, is, it, is, it is the creative landscape. It is not formulaic and sometimes that doesn't always work very well but i'm i think pt is kind of like the ultimate example of that where it's like there can be a vibe Mm -hmm. and you should capture that vibe but you can kind of do whatever else you want and so ideally if sony's dumping all this money into a new silent hill you would get that sense again where it's like we are not making layers of fear. No, that's not knocking against layers of fear. I'm just saying we're not just doing what has been done. We're, we're trying to go forward.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well,
3: what's interesting too about the games that you mentioned, like a lot of horror games owe a lot to Silent Hill 1 and 2 specifically. Right. right. And Silent Hill kind of lived long enough to become the villain, you know? Like it didn't le- le- live up to its own past potential, you know, and so like layers of fear and, and amnesia and all these things that like wouldn't exist as they are today, maybe, without Silent Hill 1 and 2 having happened. And it's like, yeah. I'm thirsty for... that That's why PT was rev- being revealed to be Silent Hills was so refreshing, because that felt like Silent Hill 2 again. It felt like yeah. Silent Hill being on that cutting edge, like Ben was talking about. And so, yeah, I mean, there is a risk that it doesn't iterate or doesn't try to be the Silent Hill for 2020, like that's the danger, is like it can't try to recapture the magic in the same way. It's gotta be daring in the old way. Like in an in a new
2: way that, you know, but that what,
3: Silent Hill 2 was at the time.
2: What's weird now is PT itself was so influential and so many things have copied right, PT. Right. Yeah. So not that it would necessarily be bad, but it would be weird trying to capture what PT did In a post-PT world that we now live in. Especially without that creative team. Right. Like,
3: it's Ouroboros. Like, it just keeps, the snake keeps eating itself and then degrading as it does it, you know? And it's, oh, man. Like you said at the beginning, it, there's a lot riding on this, and it could go very poorly. Right. But I, I have hope. I don't know. Yeah, Jones,
0: I'm hoping it just does the Resident Evil 7 treatment of, like, kind of going back to what it mm-hmm. did, yeah. like, the, like, what made it great kind mm-hmm. of thing, and just building off that with a new perspective or something like that. Like, I want Silent Hill to get the RE treatment of RE7 and get your RE2 remake. It doesn't need a remake or something like that, but, like, that upward momentum with the franchise. Yeah.
2: I, I don't... I, there are... Arguably, way too many remakes to begin with, but I actually think there is tremendous potential in a Silent Hill One remake. One, there's like, one the and things thing that could you do. could do. I actually, I think it'd be harder to do two, but one specifically, I think you could have something at the level of a RE2 remake or RE1 remake. I would not change a thing that was
0: copied from Kindergarten Cop. I would keep the bus <laughs> and the school exactly the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, I sure. love the. Uh, John, do you know this? The, they basically kindergarten, so they use Kindergarten, kindergarten Cop well. as a reference for Silent Hill. So many things that you see in the movie are just one to one recreated in, in the, the school in the school yeah. of PS1 uh, Silent Hill.
1: Learn something new every day.
0: Yeah, uh, this next story uh, I gotta admit doesn't have a ton of meat on it, but I'll take any excuse to bring back corporate shakeups. Oh. A lot of podcasts will have a soundboard where they can just they get their sound yeah, effect yeah. immediately. Not us. Me I'm clicking on my laptop. We you are it awesome. th- We th- do it like, right. Yeah. Uh so uh, Reggie Fizeme. oh boy. Former president of Nintendo of America has a new gig. Uh he has been appointed uh he's on the board. What is this? It's a board of directors. He's on the board of directors at GameStop. Man, this was the headline I saw. It's like, oh, they're bringing in Reggie in particular. They're bringing in two other, uh, one former CEO of Walmart, uh, Bill Simon, and current PetSmart president and CEO, James J.K. Excuse me. (laughs) I don't have a water. uh, Simancic. So, okay. All right. Former CEO of Walmart, current PetSmart president, (laughs) and former president of Nintendo of America, all coming to the board of directors of GameStop to help the company Save survive it. longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't think there's much to say about this yeah. story. <laughs> I really don't. Making moves, though. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Reggie's getting money. Reggie gets paid, I'm happy. Yeah.
1: I don't know how much time this will take of Reggie's day. seems yeah. like Reggie's doing a lot, yeah. so I don't know. You're on an executive board? Okay. I have, I have not been on many executive boards yeah. of major companies in my life. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know how much... Uh, how many you know spaces in his calendar filled out because he accepted this position
0: it's such a weird press release to read because gamestop is also trying to increase the turnover of their executive board they want to stop keeping people from Remaining on the panel for over Mm -hmm. 10 years, that like, okay, you're on here too long. We're trying to recycle people. There are four people who are retiring this year off of the board as these three people. Every console generation? Yeah. One shot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And obviously, GameStop has been in in trouble for a long time Mm -hmm. and uh, they're trying out other stores, they're trying things out. Like, hey, what if we have a couch in here? What's so weird is, (laughs) Jones, it was one of the first episodes of GT Time, like probably first 10, where we're talking about how to save GameStop. And what that's like six or five years ago, you know, it's like oh they're having problems. Uh, yeah, uh, good, best of luck to you, Reggie. I believe in you. But uh.
1: Uh, yeah, I also wonder too if this is a really like okay now we're gonna turn it around. Now we have really high expectations. Yeah. Now our you know our stock's gonna go up. Our sales are gonna be through the roof. Or if this is part of their end, like they kind of recognize the writings on the wall, and so they're bringing in other people to be like, what can we salvage? Yes. Like what can we do? You know, what can we do on a game front? What can we do on um. On a uh, uh, you know software front, and you know what we can do with all these products, smart guy, like yeah. Um.
0: I got a tip. Okay. I got a tip from right now. Why I stopped going to GameStop, man. Bring I haven't on. been in a long time, but every Bring time on. I would go there, they would try to sell me like two or three things, and they treated me like I didn't know anything. Yeah, I was I, I was actually reading a lot about that policy, Brad. And I was like, dude, please stop. That comes from I don't want to buy a GamePro subscription or For whatever, Pro's Game it. Informer. And what sucks is th- those people have to get quotas. I know. It get... does suck. Yeah, it's so, not their fault. I know. It's it's such but a It's just so annoying, man. Business. Yeah. It is very annoying to be talked to
2: at a GameStop. <laughs> I've been in a number of GameStops that are disgustingly small. Where it's like, Disgustingly small. it's like the worst shopping experience <laughs> you could ever imagine. You get like three people in there uh-huh. and you're like, oh, oh, excuse me. I'm just trying to look at the PS4 games or whatever. And like, mate, figure it out, man. You, you don't need half the store to be Funko Pops. They're not doing that well for you. They're not. They, figure it out. They were
0: selling a bunch of Funko Pops and they overpurchased them. It's just like, oh, it's time for love and respect. Love and respect. <laughs> I like when you put a little bit of news in your love and respect. Ooh. You turn it around into a question. And I have a feeling that this panel especially does not care about this news. So it's going to be a fun, fun <laughs> question. Buenas tardes, allies. I am sure you know by now. 2K has revealed their intentions to introduce multiple future video games under the NFL license albeit offering non-simulation football game experiences. Now, I'm sure most gamers who took the time to read this disclaimer are expecting an NFL Blitz-like experience. However, I would like to share with you my own vision for what may be coming down the pike. Imagine that the ultimate experience of pickup football games between longtime rivals and neighbors Mm. uh, taking place during a crowded tailgate, Thanksgiving dinner, or a company team-building retreat, complete with official team jerseys, signature stadiums, although only in the distance in the parking lot, regional accents, and the spontaneous fistfights that you've come to expect from professional hockey. At this point, I know what you're thinking. And yes, there will certainly be grilling mini games. Now allies, is this a game? Is this game a pass or an incompletion? Love, respect, funnelhead, depends on the writing. Yes, yes, it depends on the writing. If the writing's good, then I'm in. You know what? You know what? I said this is this is getting in the podcast when I read regional accents. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Like just going to Buffalo and hear some Buffalo fans yeah. heck yeah. Get out of the car just yeah. like stuff like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Oh man, so yeah, I'm, I'm. I think I just realized when I got to the end. This is uh, and for that reason, this is absolutely just somebody pitching us a game. Uh, but I do think it is interesting that 2K uh, they put out a press release. Hey, we have an NFL license, but we're not allowed to make Madden. We're not allowed to make NFL 2K. XFL uh, if it's around. No, XFL is all a different thing. Oh, so they have a deal. So have the rights to that? Yeah, who's Vince, got them? Vince McMahon. No, no no, 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 for a game. Oh, I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. I bet Vince is not letting it go for cheap. What do you mean? He's not letting it go for cheap. Who else is going for it? Nobody. We got to play an XFL game anyway. Uh, <laughs> Brad, there are eight teams in the XFL. I know. <laughs> it's just a bad video game. <laughs> just make like a it's little, a <laughs> little like indie game, dude. Yeah, it's a really, really unexciting league for a video game. Um, okay. So, uh, oh, uh, just weird announcement to make from 2K, who is a big boy. Is a WB Games yes. is a huge publisher to say, hey, we can't make simulation type NFL games, but we want to make NFL games. And just put Bioshock characters in it.
2: No, yeah. don't yes. do that. This is right. This like is open
0: right. a tear to reality. Yeah, and like put but a field goal right there. Bioshock back. says there's infinite universes. Yeah. so obviously there's like, one you, where they all you play you football. Injections or whatever for power ups. Yeah, well, easy. This is just Ken Levine's vision. Really, you kindly kick that field goal. <laughs> like, Perfect. <laughs> hey, allies. This I month marks got,
1: the 25th anniversary. <laughs> we're, not, we're gone? We're not talking about this more. No. Oh, why? So do you ideas. have a take? Dude, I got takes, man. Spit your take. All right. What's trauma? trying. I was about to. we just spit over Brad? Is that how things are done? Yes. Yeah, you usually do. Oh, you know, my I, I, God. I love God. I love the family barbecue angle. Yes. So I love you, you have a random group of people, mm-hmm. and you got to pick, okay, who's the, you know, you got to draft them. So you're looking at you know Aunt Marge and little Susie and you know and you're like okay Susie's quick, you know she's if they, if once once you get her though you can just you know check her out of bounds. It's fun. There, it's there is a strategy to a picking problem. teams for family. But so you yeah. got to pick like okay do I want and then inevitably there's gonna be one person in that in that group that actually like does play college ball. It's like no that's, we're, we're we 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 like football as a family because we got that one you know uh, the one kid that's actually in th- Nate. You, know, to, you know play yes yeah that we hope goes pro one day. Um, So he's actually pretty good, but if you pick him first, you know, it's like, well, but you got Uncle Frank, who doesn't run that fast, but he's a big guy. You put him on the line, you know, and then you can play with, you know, two people, three people, four people, or, you know, really blow it up. I like that. But it's specifically the draft is like a big part of it. Mm -hmm. You you can't just play with, you know, pre assigned teams. So if you're playing online, like, there's the, you got to pick players. Uh, when you start out. You're right, because
0: the other the other captain will fight you if you try to get Nate and somebody else who is pretty fit. Yeah. They'll be, no, 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 no. You have Nate. Yeah. You take Grandpa. You know, it'll be that for sure. Mm-hmm. That has to be a mechanic.
3: And your girlfriend that you brought will get mad at you if you don't pick her.
0: Mm. You know yeah. I mean? oh, yeah, there's all those relationships.
3: Like, kind of weird meta relationship stuff. The, when we were little kids, we would daydream about backyard... Sports video games like yeah, backyard yeah. badminton, backyard, they had backyard, the backyard
0: baseball. Dude. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, mean yeah, the yeah, weird
3: yeah. one with cartoons with big heads? Yeah, well, I mean, this was before that. Oh, okay, we were like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had like a video game where you could play like badminton but with crazy rules and stuff? So, no, yeah, go on, what are your crazy rules? Great. Well, just I mean, basically, like NBA Jam but with every other you're sport guy and badminton yeah with like you know the sports that we liked i don't know sure oh, on fire
1: and uh, you have the yeah the, the story at the end of the game so once the game is over it'll say like after this game you know betsy and phil they they divorced and you know uh you know grandma threw out her hip and but like you got to get them to even finish the game you got to keep their interest yeah cuz like oh, what sure, if lunch it's it's is been... on yeah. you're out you go to the line and then just like wait. Oh. Where did Bobby go? Chucky, like, oh, I'm too yeah, full. You see me eating a hot dog on the sidelines? He's like I got a hot dog. I've you're seen like, that happen oh, in okay, Thanksgiving. Okay, okay. Yeah. I've seen it. One guy's just like, ah, I'm
0: good. I'm good. That's like you your sister when you see yeah. their stats
1: before you pick them. One's yeah. just general interest. Yeah. Yes. You know, so you're like, he's very good at this. He's very fast, or he's really good at catching the ball for some reason, but his interest level is very low. He can so get a probably text Probably not going to make anytime. the whole game. Yeah. I love that.
0: That's fun. Hey, allies. This month marks the 25th anniversary of one of the greatest video games of all time. Chrono Trigger. Yes, you nailed it. Uh, (laughs) As of right now, it seems like Square Enix has its hands full with Final Fantasy VII Remakes. So, if it was up to the Allies, how would you celebrate this occasion? Would you make a sequel, remake, collection? How would you choose to bring Chrono Trigger back into the public eye? Thanks, guys. Uh, And as always, love and respect. Sean. Everything. All three. We don't get to do all three. Okay, we so gotta so we like, we're, we're, to do it all like we're picking our team family. We, you can't have Nate and Please. Kevin. Yeah, I can. <laughs> no. is, is it on Switch? No. Switch well, it go. is not on Switch. Get that on
1: Switch, my goodness. Get on Switch. It's not on like any and not the PC modern version. Modern console.
0: Mm-mm. Don't you give us those weird fonts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's been patched though. Has I'm has not it? sure though. Has been I mean, it has patched? Been, it, has it has been patched. Great. Okay. Several types. Great. 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 Then that's. I don't. You gotta just figure out like licensing stuff with Toei and all that. Oh, is that I what's think. Like yeah. happening? I think that's like a lot of the problem. Got it. Well, you figure those out. We,
2: yeah, you put it on Switch, mm-hmm. you announce a Chrono anime, you announce a Chrono movie, you announce a Chrono remake, and a sequel for exclusive to the next generation consoles.
0: Wow. If it's a CG, because movie, because, like because Kyle, yes.
2: Kyle, I realize that this is unrealistic and dumb, but think about how legendary Chrono is. Mhm. It's better than just oh, we're going to throw it on Switch. Yeah. That's great. Want that. Very I happy you're, about I hear what that. What are you saying? You say no. We get it finally. We yeah. understand the importance. We're going to throw some money at. Mm. It. Money. I mean, Ben,
0: here's why I actually hear you is the Trails Trials of Mana remake. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Looks incredible. It looks good. It looks good. <laughs> I'll say it looks much better than the Secret of Mana remake. <laughs> well, so I'm oh, ready for incredible. At that level, would you be happy if a Chrono Trigger remake or sequel looked like that? Looked like the Trials of Mana.
2: Would I be happy? Yes. Okay. But I, th- I think you can go even further. Because yeah, I mean it's that. a top four video game of all time. Yeah. yeah. With that game, you can I, go I think Chrono Trigger's what, insane. What yeah. I'm saying is from the, everyone, you know, it, it has anytime you hear anybody talk about Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. it is this is the greatest thing. I think you can lean into that. Give it that mystique and prestige that it deserves, and I think that would only work to your benefit. Brad, do you think they'll touch it?
0: You think Square Enix will touch this game? No. I think they desperately want to touch this game. but You really think they, it's a licensing thing? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Toriyama? Uh, It's Toei, I think. Okay, so to, he was employed by Toei at the time? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what, exactly. what I've heard Damiani say that to me about oh, stuff, yeah, yeah. so I trust him on he that. He gets grumpy about that. Yeah. Um, I wonder, Brad. I, want, I, I do, so... They own all of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you want to remake the game you own all of as opposed to the game where you have to give up some of the Yeah, I don't work. know. I get what why the cut that might is. be a thing. Yeah, exactly. This
2: is this is a weird thing to say, but I also think you'd have to work harder to to do the kind of thing that I'm talking about versus like Doing a new Final Fantasy, I'm not saying that it isn't an incredible amount of work, Mm -hmm. but, you know, like Brandon was saying, with Silent Hill and expectation, Yes, I think as much as the expectation and prestige could work for you, it would also work against you. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were saying that if you make like a 7.5 or 8 Silent Hill game, that would be pretty well received. I think if you make a 7.5 or 8 chrono game, you are getting destroyed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nine plus. And you're damaging the brand. Yeah. you, you, you lessen the you know, possibility of doing that again.
0: Yeah. Fair point. So I, I like that question. I like the answer that I got from the panel, which is to say it's actually really hard to bring this game back, to, to get enthusiasm for it 25 years later because of the unique circumstance it's under. Mm-hmm. Huh. But
2: cool. put it on Switch.
0: But put it on Switch. <laughs> put it on everything. Man. Why not? Uh Let's play a game. Greetings, allies. As we all know, the number seven is a sacred being. A review score of a 7 mm. conveys a special level of flawed beauty that other numbers simply don't. However, some 7s are more 7-ish than others. <laughs> it's time to find the sevenest 7 is 7. Mm. Below are three sets of games, all of which received the equivalent of a 7 from an Easy Allies review. The panel must decide oh. in each group what the best game of the three is and the worst game of the three. The remaining game... Uh, neither the best nor the worst will go through to the final, and of those three games, the title will chosen by the panel as neither the best nor the worst will be the pinnacle. True, average, sevenest seven. Love, respect, Alex McMillan. Okay, uh, McMillan, excuse me, from Northern Ireland. Uh, this is gonna be fun. This is you know it's we don't get March Madness this month, so this is the next best thing. Uh-huh. Uh, group one, Rage two, <laughs> Concrete Genie, Ooh. and Yakuza Kiwami.
4: What's Ooh, the best game of that play bunch? I
0: Rage,
2: but I'm going to say Kiwami. Kiwami.
0: Is the best of the bunch? Yes. Yeah. What's the worst of that bunch? Chini. Yeah, probably. I
2: yeah. don't know. I haven't played Concrucini. I played it. Yeah. I played the other two.
0: Okay, so Rage 2 moves on to the next round. Yeah. Okay, great. Wait. Oh. You take the middle. The middle one moves on to the yeah, next round. Yeah, you know round. what I mean? Oh, man. Yeah.
1: I think that makes sense to me because I think Rage 2 just has a lot more going on than Concrete Genie, but it's like forgettable. Yeah. At the same time, it's a pretty 77. Not a game you yeah. like. Like I really enjoyed Rage 2, and I was playing it. Had mm-hmm. no desire to to finish it, or like I was like, I gotta finish this. Yeah. I was like, it was an easy game to kind it's of. It's hard from to remember that game came things. out
2: last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I just wanted mm-hmm. yeah, to go all the way, but it's all right.
0: No, no, no. it's not an well, honor to things. be. It's too good. Well, it's a strange honor to be the 77. Yeah, it's too good to be a seven. Group two. Nothing is too good to be a seven. Arms. <laughs> Far Cry New Dawn. Lawbreakers. Ooh. <laughs> oh boy. Lawbreakers is bottom. Y- you can't yeah. even play it anymore. Yeah. Play. Right.
2: Is it? What, yeah. what do you, what do you yeah. want?
0: What was the first one? Arms. F- no, I would rather no. play Lawbreakers than Arms.
2: Yeah. I, f- f- for I I could let me throw this at you. Sure. I think Far Cry New Dawn might be like the most forgettable big budget triple a studio game of last year tell me tell me Wait, like last three meaningful things about far cry new dawn
1: spear uh Sabertooth. you could travel to other locations remember huber's excited about that he's no. like you can go to places actually meaningful. outside of the valley this
2: this is, i didn't play a game I'm
1: this just is not the, the saber one this is the neon no, one no, 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 this is the, this the, what i'm
0: saying
3: oh, yeah,
1: dude yeah, this is the he's pink right. flowers you're right yeah evil twins i forgot yeah. you're right that f- clip video, that Far Cry Five point one, you playing? No, was pretty funny. that
2: wasn't. That's,
1: the, <laughs> that's, that's Far Cry the Five.
2: That was yeah. Far Cry Five. Yeah, that's what Jeez. I'm saying, bro.
1: Yeah, okay, you're right. Ben, you Ben's made a great right. case. We're I playing... think Huber really liked it. I never touched it. It's, you know, it's sitting on my PlayStation 4 if staring Huber, at me. But... I think
2: if
3: Huber were here, New Don would would be in the middle. Now that PS Five is not... likely
1: getting delayed, I will make time for Far Cry New Dawn. Okay, okay, but why? Uh, <laughs> <but laughs> I I just I've, I've never I've never heard. <laughs> I've never heard this uh, this much negativity about me done, but I've only been speaking to Huber.
0: I love the case, honestly. Sure,
1: uh, that was a great case, man. Well, let's put it on you the bottom. It.
0: So between Arms and Lawbreakers, who's number one?
1: I would rather oh, play. Is, it. is
0: good? Yeah. Who's number one? I would. Pre- I would
2: say Arms is number one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather I play, didn't play Lawbreakers. Lawbreakers. I did. Admittedly.
0: I played both. Lawbreakers is a good seven. It's moving on to the next yeah. round. All right. Okay. All right. Group three. Uh, Ratchet and Clank for PS4.
2: Knack mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Shenmue 3.
0: Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. Which is the best of that bunch? I
2: I know a lot of people don't like it, but I played through it last year, and I think Ratchet and Clank 2016 is very good. Okay. I would probably think that's the best out of all of them.
0: But on Shenmue 3? I, yeah. I don't know. I haven't played
2: Shenmue 3. I and watched a lot of it.
0: I watched a lot of Shenmue 3. Okay. Personally, Ratchet's more appealing to me than Shenmue. Wow. Ian and Jones, I need you in on this. I need, I need your perspective. What is the third oh, yeah, I think
1: Shenmue's right in the middle of there Shenmue 3 is the third one. Nac 2 is in the middle. Yeah, I think Knack 2's on the bottom, and...
3: Yeah, uh, that seems right. Ratchet's on top,
1: and Shenmue's just nestled where it should be.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, I don't have experience with any of these games,
0: Admit. really. That seems like a consensus. Yeah. Man, Knack 2, real bummer for me. What did you expect? 7, oh, I expected a sequel to Knack. Isn't that what you
2: got? <laughs> I don't know. I like Knack more than Knack 2. Oh, I, okay. There's something I want to say about Knack 2. Yeah. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Most of the time when I'm playing games with you guys, I'm having a great time mm-hmm. and time flies by. Yeah. I felt every fucking minute of that Knack <laughs> 2 playthrough. Full playthrough. I was like it it might be the most like checked out and like agitated Dude, I've ever been in. I skipped that full stream.
0: playthrough. I was like, "Nah, I'm good."
2: Uh, Brad, Knack 1.
0: I played it. Has an incredible conclusion. I did not inclusion. finish it. Okay. I got bored. You're in this you're in this ancient temple. Knack's growing huger than ever. He's got purple in him now. Mac 2? Spoilers. 2? Yeah, Forget about the all
1: hell, that. hell,
0: man? 2? Forget about all that. We're not going to do any of that cool stuff at the end of this game. Mm. Okay. All right. So, I we have our grand co-op. finals. Here we go. So, group one is... Uh, Rage 2. Rage 2 moved on from that one. Uh, Lawbreakers moved on from uh, group two. And then from group three, uh, Shenmue 3 moved on. Oh. So, between Shenmue 3, Lawbreakers, and... Uh, Rage 2, which one's the best? <laughs> I think I think Rage 2 is the middle one there, right? Yeah. Wait, which one's the best of those? Shenmue? Yeah. I think... Is I, <laughs> okay. didn't, I, didn't I didn't play it, but Rage 2 looked the most appealing, I guess, out of all those. Mm. Brad, I cannot believe how much you're burying Shenmue today.
1: No, Shenmue. I think Shenmue's the middle. Burying. I'm telling you, what I would rather Law play. Lawbreakers
3: is the bottom, for yeah, sure. Lawbreakers
1: is the bottom, Rage is the top, Shenmue 3 wins. I mean that Shen- is Shen- the Shenmue most three is the most seven of sevens. The purest answer. I mean, isn't that the, the most boy, seven isn't that... of sevens? Sure.
2: Okay. Do you disagree with that, Kyle?
0: That
3: hurts.
1: Hurts. That rings true. But for do me. you
2: disagree with it?
0: I do, man. I got too many chobus to give that game a seven. What are you giving it? A seven plus? That's not how this game works. I- I'd give. It, I'd be. I'd be. I'd be uh, maybe. Maybe <laughs> like uh, an eight point one. Okay. For Shenmue three. Okay. Wow. Like For, you haven't seen a lot of the game, though. Yeah, maybe I missed too much. I've seen a lot of the game. I've seen a lot of Chobus, uh, but congratulations to Shenmo Three! <laughs> Yay! You are would be pleased. the Sevenest Seven. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Uh, let's do one more little thing. That's a, uh, that's a
1: box quote right there. The Sevenest Seven. Don't
0: put that on your box. Don't do it. Uh, hey allies, I realize it's been a few weeks since this was announced, but the Evo 2020 lineup is. Interesting, to say the least. Not only is Marvel vs. Capcom 2 back, but Mortal Kombat 11 has been cut. Mm -hmm. Since 2011, there has been a NetherRealm studio game on the main stage at Evo, and every game has gotten at least two years in the spotlight. Does that speak to MK11's viability as an entertaining esport? Or is there another factor to consider here, love and respect, Sagittarius Cornwallis? Something was said. As we like to joke around. Yeah, something was said. I got
2: some takes on this. Oh, Ben, please. Yes. Yes. Please. So, mm. stipulation. I am not invested in Mortal Kombat on a competitive level. Right. So, uh, my, my perspective is going to be very different from those that are. Mm-hmm. But, I went in, anytime I watch Mortal Kombat 11 competitively, and I enjoy playing the game, I am bored to tears. I don't think it's a fun game to watch. I don't think Injustice 2 is a fun game to watch. Uh, I think Mortal Kombat X was more and I didn't even really like Mortal Kombat X that much. I think it was more fun to watch than either of these two things. And I I just don't I don't know, there is something about the matches that I have seen where there's just r- less raw energy. It's just it's just sort of like things just kind of happen. Like the, the there there's not as many electric moments I feel like. Uh, that other games have generated. and I'm not I'm not here to pinpoint why that is. I'm just giving very singular anecdotal evidence, but it doesn't really matter because I know a new rather another game is down the pipe anyway. It's yeah. not like some of these other franchises where it's like, I don't know when I'm gonna see this again. Like it's coming soon. Yes. So I don't, I get that people are upset, and I think that is fair. And I think if you're really into it, I'm not saying that it's like wrong to be upset. But I, I, there's a cycle to these nether realm things that I think adds some sort of comfort. I bet this is weird to WB, right?
0: Because their games sell crazy. Yeah, probably five times yeah, yeah, as yeah. much as the other games it's up to put up against, right? Uh, I bet it's so frustrating. I bet they wonder, Ben, why they're not in esports. They, they invest, right? They have the tournaments. Right. Uh, they're they spending just l- had one. Yeah. So they're spending money on esports, but. This thing that you're talking about, your gut, the the eye test of is this entertaining to me is what they're failing, and I think that's really interesting.
2: Yeah, and I, I think Mortal Kombat is especially interesting because the base for Mortal Kombat is very, very broad, and I think there are many different pockets of Mortal Kombat players. Like, I think there are people who just care about, like, unlocking cool stuff and maxing out the customization. I think there are people that... Really get excited specifically about the fatalities. I think there are people that are really invested in the lore. Yeah. Don Casanova is one of those. And so, yeah. so I think more so than other fighting games. And you do get, you know, different pockets of players in other fighting games. But I think Mortal Kombat is kind of the epitome for that, where a lot of people are there for things that aren't competitive fighting.
0: Uh, I think that's I think that's one hundred percent right. And it's funny they invest right. The developers didn't think this would not. They didn't plan for this to fall flat on its face as an eSport yeah they, did, they assumed it would be an Evo two years that's a safe assumption all mm-hmm. of our other games do this one definitely will mm-hmm. uh, yeah I, I wonder what they don't see uh, no. I Maybe. wonder what like obviously they, it, they know they have this market and they, they appeal to the people who want a story clearly I wonder what they mess up when know, it comes to competitive2
3: just too sweet to pass up
0: yeah just copy M V C people
3: do. get excited I, about I, I,
2: I man I don't think they're doing MVC2 the right way Oh,
0: the how it works? Yeah, eight players? It's,
2: well, it's an invitational. Yeah, oh, sure. Forward? And I, I think it should be. Divided. I think it should be open. I think that
0: would be more exciting. I think, Ben. I think we're there for the stars. I think that's why it's invitational. But I've seen those stars. Like, yeah, man. You know what I
2: mean? And that's awesome. And that's exciting. And they're probably gonna get there anyway. I'm just saying. I why what if that's already gonna happen and you're already gonna see those people? Why not make it open? If it's and gets so, get potentially new stories. If it's two 14-year-olds I'd never heard of before, I'm I'm out. No, that's... Yeah, I don't want to no. watch those two 14-year-olds. Uh, dude, cu- wait a minute. Think about what you're saying for, like, one second. I don't want to watch you, 14-year-olds. <laughs> what 14-year-old is entering MVC 2? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's where I want to stop you. <laughs> and if he is, that's a feat in
0: of itself. Yeah, I mean... Come on! I mean, does, stick to Smash.
1: Does evil... <laughs> Don't let a burn on multiple <laughs> levels. Wow. Oh. No, no, that was amazing. <laughs> that, that was, was, was amazing. a burn on
2: multiple levels. Does, does that kid shower? Does
1: Eva even want a sense of <laughs> yes. like scandal every year? Like, do they kind of court that? Does that does that work well for them? Ooh, just, like, I love this. What? I love and this. Like, ha, ha, ha. Because know, like, it kind of is
0: that. It's like we're
1: legit. Yeah. Like well, get Like not legit? Have they said why MVC came back? Like, is it? It's is is it? Is it? They kind of. Is it like us? Oh, okay. Yeah. Or is that, yeah, I just wonder if that stuff's us, like, you know, when we set up group streams, we're just like, yes, there are things that make sense that a lot of people would like, but there's just the stuff that we want to do. Yeah. Is it, like, how personal is that? Is there stuff that, do they know two, three years down the line? Okay, let's do, let's not bring this game back for a couple more years, but then it needs to come back. Um, how how upfront are they about that? Do they have a, a, a stream or a, a stream or something that goes it, up right? that they're like, here's why we pick these things, yeah. here's what we want them to do with the show, or they ex- exactly have that actually. Oh, okay.
2: A point that I do think is worth mentioning, and it's just a guess, is I I wonder if they're looking at year over year entrance as well. Where like mm-hmm. I wonder if they're looking at something like Street Fighter and Tekken or-, or Smash, and like we we're you know retaining a super healthy percentage, but maybe for like. Injustice 2, there was a huge drop off from year one to year two. Yeah. And so maybe that was going into it where it's like, well, we don't expect, you know, nearly as many people to be going in this year. Just spitballing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But in the thing you talked about, they will talk about
1: the stuff that's going to be in Evo. They won't talk about the things that aren't. I so don't we, think we, we, they, I we don't probably think probably won't get an answer. I wonder. And if you're in Netherrealm, if you're Ed, like, is this something you want to publicly talk about where you're like, we as a company are very disappointed? Or it's just like, oh, whatever. Who cares?
0: Yeah, you don't say we're disappointed. You don't. For, you don't talk about Evo. You talk about your own tournament mm-hmm. that you're running. You know, yeah. you have mm-hmm. that. And I mean, what's so crazy about MK11? They're still supporting it. Spawn's still coming as DLC. Yeah. It's
1: awesome, right? And is this gonna affect? Does Evo affect sales? Do they? Do they see a bump? Well, do they do? Sales in Mortal Starry Kombat yet? because of Evo or?
0: I wonder. I mean, you know, Street Fighter Five does sales and like b- yeah. bonuses, but here uh, there's got to be a little bump, John. I think there's probably a little. There's bump. a I lot mean, of people watching uh, live, mm. but I, I'm kind of with Ben here. I don't think
2: MK11's primary audience is the esports audience. Well, and to be perfectly clear, and I'm I am not defending this. I don't I don't I don't buy into this, mm. but I think it exists. NetherRealm has not. Always gotten a lot of respect from the fighting game community. Mm. It, it is kind of, m- much like Smash, in a lot of ways, it's been kind of seen as this other. Yeah. And I don't think that is right. I don't agree with it. I think it's, I think it's just old and tired a lot of times. But I think there is kind of that lingering sense still. Mm-hmm. I think you, I think you see it manifest.
0: Sure. Do you do you foresee there being another realm game that gets it
2: right? Gets esports right. is it mean, fun to you, watch competitive oh, game? Um I don't know. Because I think I think a fun to watch competitive game might turn away the other people. Yes. Mm.
0: I'm I'm kinda with you. I get it. I, I think
2: I think you gotta find a balance. Yeah.
0: I can't say they're doing anything wrong, really. Uh it's time for bets. Next week's bet. Look, I know we just did one of these. I couldn't resist. Here's why. MLB The Show 20 will be released on Tuesday, March 17th. I'm going to look at the top 10 most recent reviews on OpenCritic. How many times will I see the word Astros? Brandon Jones. Zero. Why not? None. The reason why not is because there obviously will be at least one.
1: (laughs) No. Not in that 10, though. Okay. Okay. You could, you know. Sure. You could just get the 10 that, that didn't do it.
2: All right. They're those have to be, like, the best Easy podcast
1: moments.
0: <laughs> when I'm mad at
2: Jones when, for his when best. You just, when you, like, want to swallow it, but you can't. Yep. Yeah, couldn't do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, ben. Four. Bradley Ellis. Zero. Oh, um, come
4: on. What are you going to do?
0: You got teams like the LA Dodgers and those cheaters, the Houston Astros. Yes. No. Yes. I don't think they'll do that. Guarantee there's some review who's just like, and you can fulfill your little wishes with the Astros. Anyway, I was six. <laughs> Ian Which Hink. reviews are you? Were six, you were ten? six. You were
2: six. Most recent. I feel like Kyle knows more about sports than we do. No, Kyle no, don't know no, nothing.
0: No, 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 no. He don't know nothing.
2: Uh, Ian. I said one.
3: I
0: boxed him out. No, oh, oh, yeah, okay. dude. Uh, let me lock that in. Last week's bet, Ian. I'll need you on this one live. Uh, okay. Ori and the Will of the Wisps released on Wednesday, March 11th. Uh, we we are recording this on March 12th. How many viewers will the game have on Twitch right now at this moment? Brandon Jones, you said 15k. Damiani bet 2k. Bloodworth bet 11k. I bet 7,949. Ian, you bet 20k. Oh. How many viewers wow. does it have? 27.3. Click on that. Who's streaming? Damn. Fextralive. F-extra live. Oh my God! The next closest has 17 viewers. There's oh, I think because it plays. Who's ever on their website, it plays their stream automatically. I think. Fextra Life, put it over. There's not anybody close to 100. Yeah. Everyone else 96, is like
3: 255 is the next tallest.
0: Yeah, wow. Wow. I should have looked at the Fextra Life schedule. Yeah. Ian, you crushed that one. This one has 3K. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Wait, so sort by,
2: sort by number of viewers then.
0: Like it kind of does it on MacLean? Like? No, it's recommended you. No, right. so, I don't like it, when Twitch does that. Hide to low.
2: Hide to low. Yeah,
0: two point eight. That's okay, still yeah. a huge five
3: hundred. Nineteen 2.8. That's yeah. a huge drop off. Can you click on Fextra Life and what is that?
0: It's like They're a, a wiki. almost like a wiki. Yeah, yeah. A wiki site.
3: Like if you Google like where's this thing and it's not like it's not like a
2: charity. <laughs> no, this is a good looking game. Extra Life is a charity. Yes. Yeah, Extra
3: Life is like a a wiki for
0: hard games. Y-
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. And yeah. It's, a, it's a very popular Twitch channel at the same time? I this guess. is the first I've seen I, it. They play, they play their uh, stream if you're on their website. I think it counts you automatically. So if you're on the website, you get views, I believe. We should do that with EasyAllies.com. A lot of eyeballs what? on EasyAllies.com. Yeah, and get like 10 views. Dude, we can't,
2: even, we can't even get the audio right on a stream. Yeah. We're, We're not ready for that about. kind of technology.
0: That brings our totals to Gorgeous Gorillas, five. Yeah. Sick Owls, three. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> coronavirus owl. uh I was like, death rattle owl yeah it's a death rattle <laughs> okay let me okay uh patreon.com easy allies would be the website you would go, want to go to if you want to learn more about the easy allies and how to support the easy allies excuse me easy not oh, now I heard now I heard <laughs> it's very normal to swallow throughout the day yeah. Like that's just something humans do, isn't right. that gross? Why are you swallowing all the time? What? Why are you swallowing all the time? I mean, because your body creates liquid. Humans
2: do a lot of gross things.
0: Just let it let it glide. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> let it glide. <laughs> let it glide. Let's <laughs> just glide out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
1: what Milo does. Yeah. yeah. Let it glide. Milo, Milo doesn't <laughs> worry about anything. Baby's about it. got it right. <laughs> Can you yeah. take
2: a picture of Milo and capture <laughs> let it glide, let, let it glide. glide. Uh, <laughs> let it go ahead, let it go <laughs>
0: Patreon.com slash Easy Allies uh, Any patron $1 and up Gets a, a no commercials version Of this podcast, ad free uh, And any patron $5 and up Gets this podcast two days early You get it on Fridays as opposed to Sundays uh, Who is in this ra- Oh, Ian, you're in your own seat I'm in my seat Before I hand it off to you, Ian, congratulations But we must do shout outs
4: Whee!
1: Shout out Two, Elf Anis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Will Schmuck, and Mr. One Luigi. Shout. Shout,
3: shout. That, that was a weird one.
0: All right, one more. It's after you hear the word shout, that's when you say shout. Here we go. Shout. Shout.
3: Shout,
0: shout out. Yeah, it was like a caterpillar. Just munch it on a leaf. Just click on. Yeah. Sure. 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 Uh, sure. Munch uh. it on a leaf. Uh, Ian. Hi. You get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Eyes video you'd like to promote. You get to have the final word on anything you disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark. Sign off.
3: I am at Ian Hink, H-I-N-C-K. Uh, please watch the upcoming episode of Mysterious Monsters on Monday. Uh, the whateverth, sixteenth, with Lawrence and Bruce from Nay Fun, Nay Fun House. They're not there anymore. But. Confirm sixteenth and Damiani. Thank you. Uh, final word. Gee, I don't know. Just uh, wash your hands. Mm. You know, and uh, good night and good game.
0: I was told once that I was classically barrel-chested and I was like, what (laughs) is...